Hey everybody, welcome back to Digging In. I have an awesome, awesome guest today. But as you know, because you check out my show so often, my intention is simple. All I want to do is I want to inspire and I want to educate you. I've been through my own trials and tribulations and anything I can do to, to bring people on, to talk about health, talk about life, talk about business, and listen to their stories, find out what they've done to become successful in all of those areas. That's what I want to do, and that's what we're going to do today. Unbelievable guest. Today is John Lee Dumas. Listen to this, all right? Founder and host of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. It's a killer podcast. He knows it. Everybody that watches it knows it. Hundred Over 100 million listens. Over 3,000 episodes. Over a million listens every month. It's just mind-blowing. This, to me, is one of the coolest things, though, about, about John. He's an author. His book is called The Common Path to Uncommon Success. And because I've read Thinking Grow Rich about 10 times, and this book is compared to that, it's similar to that, I'm looking forward to hearing about that a little bit. Um, John delivers a roadmap to financial freedom and, and fulfillment. And it's, it's what a combination, what a combination of things. Welcome. Great to have you. Thanks for having me, brother. I am fired up to chat with you today. I can talk about all of those things, health, life, business. I have far from mastered any of them, but I've busted my butt <laughs> trying over the years. That is the story that I want to hear. That's the story. You know, everybody sees you now. And I guess like many people who have reached whatever we call, you know, success, nobody sees you in the beginning. Nobody sees you as you're, you're falling on your face and there's failure after failure. And, and like, what was that like for you, man? You've, you've, look, look at you now, but what was it like back then? Yeah, so I went to college on an Army scholarship. So post-college, I spent eight years as an officer in the U.S. Army where you get mud on your face every single day. I did a little 13-month uh, tour of duty in Iraq. And, you know, I failed at, you know, some of the, the highest levels, meaning like when you're actually leading men and soldiers in war. So when you kind of start failing at the highest levels, you start realizing that, you know, failing with something you do on the entrepreneurial business side of things isn't necessarily the end of the world. Whereas when you fail at the highest level, it can actually mean the end of a life. And actually four of my 16 soldiers in Iraq made the ultimate sacrifice and did not make it home. So that's something that I can always go back to and say, you know, hey, it sucks that this may be happening in my life or business right now. But if I put things in perspective, which I think a lot of people have very terrible perspective, then let's be honest, like I can get over this, I can make this happen, this too shall pass. So after my time in the military, I spent six years struggling, failing at everything that I did. And finally, I got my act together and said, why not launch a daily podcast interviewing the world's most successful entrepreneurs? I didn't know what I was doing. It was terrible. I was terrible when I first started. But here we are 10 years later, 3,000 episodes later, 100 million listens later, and Thanks, you know, over 93 months in a row now of $100,000 of net profits in our business, we're doing something right. You're doing a lot right. And by the way, I didn't want to interrupt you, but when you when you said that keyword perspective, failure really is perspective, you know, and, and so is success, right? Like that's such an unbelievable um, service. It, it still sucks. Did. It still sucks, you know, you know, get over, you know, like take a minute, wallow in your failure um, and then get over it and move on. Like that's the only thing you can do. And that's the key, right? That really is that mindset right there is so powerful. Did you have that mindset before you went into the military? No, nope. It was really drilled into me as an officer in the U.S. Army. And occasionally as a human being, I, I 
you know, forget that reality, but I try to bring myself back to that as often as possible. Now, for people, which is most people that don't have that experience, any suggestion as to how they can actually shift their mindset to find that place? Yeah, it's called getting up every day, consuming the right content, shows like Entrepreneurs on Fire and other amazing entrepreneurial podcasts and shows and what have you, and actually taking action every single day because then you will fail and you have plenty of times to you know, dive into that perspective and say, okay, is this going to be what defines me? Or am I going to realize I have 20, 40, 60, maybe 80 years left to make a legacy of whatever that looks like for me? And let's drive forward. And you look back, you're like, wait, how did I get here? Did I really reach my potential? Right. I mean, did I leave something on the table? Well, wow, the, the, the word action, it's, I often say to people, hope isn't a strategy. You hear people say, well, I hope this, I hope that, right? But that word action, it's everything. It's like turning, it's, it's you can have a dream, right? Your, your podcast was a dream. Everything you're doing at some point was a vision. It was a dream, right? You did something, did a lot, turned it into action. Here you are. It was a dream. I took that dream and made it a reality. And I was terrible at that reality of speaking into a microphone, of interviewing people, of conducting conversations, of adding value. But I got up every single day for thousands of days in a row. And I did another show. And I did another show. And here we are 3,000 plus episodes later. I'm not terrible anymore. Like shocker, you do something thousands of times in thousands and thousands of hours of effort. You're not going to be terrible at that thing anymore. Not only that, isn't what's underneath that, the confidence that you're building. And that's what's making one less terrible at it. You're getting better totally. and better and better. You're building your skills. Confidence is so key. I mean, I can flip on a microphone and a video, you know, and, and jump on with anybody at any time. And they can ask me anything. You could be Oprah Winfrey, like literally trying your best to like make me look bad. And by the way, you might succeed, but my confidence is going to be there. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to answer questions to the best of my ability. And I'm just going to have a good time doing it. And you're telling your story, right? So it's like, well, if you believe in yourself and that's where the confidence is, it's about you. It's about your experiences. It's about what people want. You know, they want to hear what you've done and how you've done it. It's, it's, it's about learning, right? So why not be confident? It's the truth. You know, I think the worst advice you ever hear out there is fake it till you make it. Nobody wants inauthenticity. People can smell it a mile away. It's just a energetic and it's energetic and it's a vibe and you want it as far away from you as possible. But if you're just being you, if you're just being authentic and genuinely you, people will resonate with that. Like when I was terrible and I was podcasting at the beginning, I would be on a microphone being like, guys, I'm nervous. Like, I feel like I'm doing a bad job here. Like I kind of stink. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. reply, they'd be like, yeah, you kind of do. But like, we respect the fact that you're trying and you're just like trying to yeah, learn yeah. value. And they start to start, would start to root for me. And as I got a little bit better, they'd be excited and happy about that because I was not as terrible anymore, but also they were rooting for me on this journey. So just be authentic every step of the way. Take people with you on the journey. Expand on that. When you, when you say take people with you on the journey, you're, you're, is, is it the same thing as, as what you were just referring to where people are connecting with you? Is that what you mean by take them on the journey? I mean, your content that you're producing every single day just needs to be where you're at, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, the honesty. Like one of the most endearing things I've ever seen somebody do that I looked up to and admired was on stage at a big event they were presenting and they were visibly a little rattled by the size of the audience and the 
you know, moments that, that they were in, the enormity of the moment, so to speak. And they just looked at the crowd and said, wow, guys, I'm nervous. Like, this is, this is huge. This yeah. is, is nerve wracking. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Now I'm rooting for this person. You know, I, I'm rooting for them to deliver a good talk because they're just being honest and genuine with me. Do that in everything that you do. That's, that's, that's gold right there. That's gold right there. Did you ever hear of Tim Grover? He mm. wrote a few books, right? Yeah. So the last one that, that he wrote, which a couple months ago was, uh, was called winning and, and something that I pulled out of it, it it's, it's up here and I wanted to bounce it off you. Um, he worded it differently, but basically what I took from it was the components to success. He goes, your talent, it's intelligence, it's competitiveness, and it's resilience. If you have the first three, eh, you're okay, but without <laughs> resilience, not going to work. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think it's true. I think it's getting up every single day and looking at the haters and just saying, I actually have empathy for you because hurt people hurt people. And if you're waking up today and you're looking for a way to try to hurt somebody else, you're hurt. You're hurting. You're living a, a, a tough, probably miserable, empty existence. And I have empathy for that because I've struggled in the past with depression and with PTSD, you know, through my time in the military. So I understand what it's like to be depressed, to feel down and to want to lash out to other people for no real good reason. And so I have empathy for that. And I'm not going to let that take me down from what I'm trying to do in this world, which is just provide my truth, my authenticity, my realness, any value that I can provide in the moments, which should be taken from a grain of salt. Like, listen, all I can do is give you the best that I have. And that may not work for you. So take it, digest it and see if you want to apply it and use it. Just like you did with that book. Like you took some things out of that book that really have worked for you and have resonated with you. And you're a better person because of it. But not everything that I say and everything that I do is going to be right for all people. And so I think it's an individual thing going forward. Like I am sharing the genius that I've learned from over 3,000 successful entrepreneurs. So usually the things that I'm sharing, they come with you know quite a bit of knowledge and experience and strategies and background and testing and, and truth. But still, it's not going to work for everybody. No, now it's like wisdom. I mean, when you're speaking, you're coming from the place of all of those things. And it's really... You know, there's value in what you're saying because you've been there, you've done it, and you're still learning. But but there's so much that can be learned if some if if people that resonate with your message that are on the same wavelength, who are part of your tribe, that's why they're following you, right? It's like-minded, or you have something that, that you're saying that they really can connect with. Um, and if people don't, it's like okay, you know, it's that's okay, it's okay. I only want those people who either want to be open to hearing what, what I have to say and learn something new and evolve, right, or transform. Um, you mentioned your book, or you mentioned a book, which was the book I brought up, but it brings me back to your book. You talk about, I read in your intro about fulfillment. Tell me what, what that's about. I mean, just, you have, it's a big part of your book, right? Fulfillment and uh, financial freedom. What's fulfillment? So for me, fulfillment is waking up every morning, looking at your calendar and saying every single thing on this schedule I put there, I want to do. And I'm excited to do it because I have passion to do this thing, but I also know that I'm going to be bringing value and expertise to this world through it. And then after that activity is done, you feel fulfilled. We all know what being fulfilled feels like. And you feel that after you've accomplished that specific task for the day. And that's what I am still doing what I do for. Like I'm still looking for fulfillment. I'm still looking for that type of 
significance that comes from being successful and then moving into significance. Like to me, that is the journey. And I do love that quote by Earl Nightingale, which is success and happiness. And you can even say fulfillment comes from the gradual realization of a worthy ideal. He didn't say it comes from getting to the finish line or from realizing a worthy ideal. It's from gradually realizing that worthy ideal, the journey. And so the minutes that we stop being on a journey that we're realizing a worthy ideal of, I don't, I don't feel like we can really feel and attain fulfillment. You know, I've read a lot of books and watched a lot of people. That is one of the best definitions of, of fulfillment I've ever heard. That was actually beautiful. And uh, value, passion, the journey. I mean, that's it. All those words. That's such a beautiful answer. Thank you for that. That was great. You're welcome, brother. Um, we have just about two minutes left. And I just wanted to ask you from that perspective of, wow, of fulfillment and financial freedom, which we're not, we didn't get to, but if you have two people, different ages listening to this, right? Somebody who's maybe just getting started out twenties, somebody like me, I'm 48, right? Two totally different places in life. What's your advice for those two people when it comes to those topics, fulfillment and financial freedom? The exact same thing. I do not have a different <laughs> word for every for either of those individuals. I would say become the best solution to a real, specific, unique problem in this world that you are both passionate about and have expertise and skills in and don't ever stop providing solutions to that problem and you'll win. Fantastic. It's fantastic. Listen, I want to thank you so much for coming on. You just dropped about 15 pieces of gold. Um, it's it's awesome. There's, and by the way, so much value. Really, there's so much value in everything you just said. I feel, I got like chills listening to you. Thank you, brother. Uh, it's awesome. And that's why you've got the uh, following you've got, man. It's awesome. Thank you. Is there anything uh, anything coming out? Anything you want to you wanna mention other than your, tip, your usual, um, you know, Instagram and LinkedIn and if you want the genius of 3,000 successful entrepreneurs that I've interviewed over a decade, The Common Path to Uncommon Success. It's the best book you'll ever read because it's not my genius. It's the genius of 3,000 successful entrepreneurs. So thank you so much, Matt. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. And uh, listen, for everybody, again, check John out everywhere. Um, we'll put up all of, the, all of the locations where you can find him uh, in the description. Just remember, this show is meant to inspire you. It's meant to take action. That's what we talked about today. And if I can help you reach your potential, it certainly makes me feel like I'm, I'm doing my part. So do the work, be humble, and, and most of all, hustle. It is not going to just come to you. You got to hustle. Adios, man. Thanks.